Uh, it's an origin story, but is it really? Because he's adopted, so you don't you don't really know where he came from. Yeah, I, I well th- that was that that was weird to say. Brunch, hit it, boys. Hey, this one's for the fellas out there. We get some boys listening every now and then. We never talk about the boys who are listening. We've never talked about like the ratio of of the listeners. I don't know. I would say seventy percent non-existent and thirty percent thirty thirty percent seventy percent non-existent, twenty percent pissed at us, yeah. and ten percent still listening. Every now and then, someone will be like. Hey, I got my coworker into brunch and blah blah. I'm like, oh, that was huge. <laughs> <laughs> that changed my year. Yes. I'm like, oh, that is that was big. Thank you. Uh, ne- speaking of listeners that are pissed at us, we didn't have an episode last week. Apologies, straight off the top. What do you think people think when we don't have episodes? We've we've only had probably like maybe three four weeks max the last like five years where we haven't had an episode yeah so we don't often miss right we're we're very often late yes but i i think uh i think it, it's it's a bummer because i think one of the like one of the most depressing responses we got were because uh, i tweeted last week i was like anybody gonna ask where the podcast is and then yeah. somebody asked where the podcast is and i said oh thank you for asking but no episode this week uh but one of the responses we got was well, I'm just I'm just never surprised when brunch isn't in my feed anymore. So that I don't like. <laughs> yeah. That I really don't like. And I also there was a uh, it was well intentioned. It was like uh, it's like uh, I'm old enough to remember when brunch episodes came out. Mm-hmm. That that makes me sad. And I know that I, I hey like look we've made our bed. We gotta we gotta stay up all night watching Netflix in it. But that 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 makes me sad because oh, yeah. we we, we it's very depressing. We are go-getters, and we still in our mind are, but it's harder to... Like, the reason we didn't have an episode last week was legitimately, hey, uh, I can't do this time. Can you do this time? Okay, wait, I can't do this time, blah, blah, blah. And then like, it's the end of the week, and yeah. you, you can't do it. The Patriots game really fucked us, being on Thursday. Patriots game messed us up. Um, but we're here. We're still here, and we're not going anywhere. It's, I don't know, when a podcast's been around for how many years we've been doing this podcast? Uh, three plus? Way longer than that, I would say. Four? Yeah. Probably maybe pretty f- close to four now. Maybe f- four, maybe more. But I can tell you that we've had three, we have exactly 300 episodes on iTunes. Really? Yeah. Wow. So that means we've done 301 episodes because we had to delete one of the episodes because uh, it was while I was being cast on that game show and I'd mentioned that I'd auditioned for a game show. And they said to not have anything out there. Uh, I'm going to Google. I'm going to search my own mailbox for Chris Diamantopoulos. September of uh, 2015, I emailed somebody trying to get in touch with Chris Diamantopoulos. So over four years we've been doing this. For over four years. The point being, four years ago, we were less busy with work. And you guys don't want to hear excuses and everything. But I'm I'm just telling you. I'm just laying down some facts. No, because we, we kind of had like a state of the podcast discussion yeah. this week for the first yeah. time in a while. We were we were less busy with work. We lived closer to each other. We were younger. We <laughs> were spry. we had more energy. <laughs> shit like that. I wasn't depressed. Podcast. I could did, sleep at night. Yeah. Podcast. Yeah. We only had one depressed person. Podcasts. Uh, 
weren't as ubiquitous as they are now. I don't think that's really like that altered us. I I think that's part of it. Really? Yeah. I thought that we were the. I I legitimately thought that we were the best when we were early on. I thought we were. I was quite confident that I had the best podcast in the world. That's because you didn't listen to any podcasts. Yeah, but I just knew that like we had an energy and shit that other podcasts don't have. And I still I'll listen to other podcasts from time to time, and I'll be like. Yeah, this is this is a bad podcast. This isn't as, as good as ours. But I think that uh, a lot of people have figured it out. I think that like a lot of the things that that we were doing well early, a lot of podcasts do. And I also find that now that I listen to other podcasts here and there, there's an energy that happens uh, within like the first couple years of a podcast, not right off the bat, but where like a lot of the inside jokes are starting and like where if you're really going to create a silly little world, that's where that's happening. Mm-hmm. And that can extend and we can have callbacks to shit that we did two, three, four years ago. But you don't but, be hanging on to that but stuff. But that's like not really that, that like that growth isn't necessarily happening at the, the rate it was before. True. It's like when you're like a puppy within a few months, you yeah. like kind of look as big as you're going to look for the rest of your life. And yeah. then three years later, you're still older, but you weren't growing at the rate you were before, which is to say, I mean, I'm, I miss things like that. I, I said that to you yesterday. Like I, I kind of, I understand why that doesn't, why that isn't as common for a podcast that's uh, lasted forever, but just like a, a, a lot of the like establishing of like the this is a crazy world that we're creating. Now we're just like in this weird world. It's like a we, relationship. It's I mean you get the honeymoon phase in the first yeah. six months or whatever. We don't have are, nearly as much sex. As we <laughs> no, we don't. We don't. Now we just bicker and uh, and you know I'm always and at now the, we're like did you see <laughs> do you see what the youth said on Twitter today? Don't they understand that? Oh, those are the complaint for everything. We're at different bars like four nights a week, and then we just kind of we kind of just get together once a week and we sleep in the same bed for an hour yeah that's not true i don't really go I, I i was at a bar the other night and i was like man i remember when i used to like frequently go to bars i wish that i had I don't like, really go to bars anymore no i don't either i don't go to anything anymore. i wish that yes yeah, i go to work i wish that I, I wish that i had like a casual bar that i could like was like right down the street and i wish that i had like five friends that lived in the same neighborhood, and we could just easily be like, let's just go to the bar. I kind like a of sitcom. have that. I kind of have that. But it's more like the people that I let come to my apartment, which is a, a small number, they get to go to that bar with me. <laughs> okay. It's not like, uh, hey, everybody goes to this bar and we all meet up. It's I just like, feel like trying to do anything is such a fucking pain in the ass. Right. We were talking about that with, uh, with brunch. Like, I still legitimately look forward to brunch as like the other like the 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 weird thing that i do it's like my extracurricular activity which when we first started brunch i desperately needed because i didn't for the first time in my life i didn't have anything other than like work going on like in high school college you have your clubs you have like whatever you might do and then like you get into the real world and you have a job and i had a super fun job and a super cool job but it was still kind of weird not having a little like other thing to do. So I would take like imp- I would do like improv classes or stand up or whatever, and then that stopped. And I was like desperately needed like a real outlet, like, lasting uh, extracurricular. And that's what this is. And I still look forward to it. But just as older people, it's uh, 
I don't know, like trying to. I don't want to have to think like, hey, what can we do to separate ourselves from everybody else? Or like, what can we do to uh, make it as, uh, I don't know, to like recapture old things that we were doing before? Because you don't want to just like rehash stuff. And right. a lot of the stuff that we did early on was us like getting our opinions and takes out there on things that we've now since discussed. So now it, to, for us to do like a, what's your favorite season thing would be forced because that's just like one of the few topics we haven't hit and uh, one that isn't as Pretty sure we have hit it. At, what's your favorite season? Fall? Uh, yeah, it's, fall's got to be number one. I'm a fall guy. But if I hear one I more love summer, though. word about taco fall, <laughs> I'm going to lose my mind. Uh, it, was, it was a while ago, so you might have forgotten. But our last episode was the, the fake Joker episode. Yes. Which we can now uh, officially tab as the fake Joker episode. Right. Although I still haven't seen Joker. No, you have you not really? No, I'm on a roll with lying to people, though. I have seen it. Okay. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, yeah, that, the reactions to the fake Joker episode, just what I wanted. Yeah, yeah. I, Nobody got mad. It stinks, though. We can, uh, yeah, just a lot of like, uh, I was like, did I see a different movie? That was all I wanted. I wanted several tweets of that exact same thing phrased the same way. I got to give ourselves a pat like, on the uh, back. What movie were you guys <laughs> watching? And then 15 minutes later, oh, haha. I got to give ourselves a pat on the back, though. Like, we were kind of close on some stuff. What were we close on? Uh, we were there close. was a lot of German. There was a ton of German. Uh, no subtitles. <laughs> yes. uh, too many bath scenes. Definitely oh, too right. many bath scenes. Yep. Um, the clo- the clothing stuff did actually happen. Yeah. You knew a lot about like the the characters and stuff, but that's because you went to IMDb. Like, well, just like just names. Yeah, but also like uh, I didn't know that that uh, that Robert De Niro like that he was going to be obsessed with Robert De Niro's TV show host character. Uh, yeah, I think that I think that was led on in. Um in i don't know either shit that was written about it like in between like now i haven't seen this movie but here's why it's bad i think they sprinkled in a little okay. like he's obsessed with robert de niro i couldn't stand to to read anything about it oh so i'll tell you robert de niro wasn't good in that movie no he, he was, was just very like, miscast and it was very strange yeah it was it was weird it was uh it was it was fine though like it, i wasn't like eh. it was just yeah. like it, it it was a name that wasn't necessary yeah, I love I I love the movie name. though. I thought the movie was awesome. I thought the movie was very very good. Yeah, like my I I put it in the uh, like eighty two ish. I think range. I would put it a little higher. I think I'd like put like eighty seven or something. I wouldn't go quite as high as ninety, but I, I it, high eighty seems to be like one of the best. Oh of yeah, the year high eighty is so awesome. I would say, especially for for this year. I feel like yeah, I'm kind of waiting for the great yeah. stuff to to come out, and it. It just hasn't. Is yet. there anything that has like completely knocked your socks off, like ninety or above? I don't know what I would uh, give Midsommar. Midsommar I think I need is like the most, like a tenth the, time. It's like the like the the one that makes the biggest impact. Yeah, but I don't know. Well, if well I like when I think of 90. like twenty nineteen movies, like Midsommar right. is the first thing that comes to mind. That's true. And I don't think Midsommar was fantastic, but I didn't. I'm. I mean, I'm not thinking like oscars or anything for it really i think it might really like, it might be in uh in some of the discussions not it's not like it's outstanding be bit- achievement in white <laughs> yes uh in, in floral outstanding achievement in floral it could definitely be in there for um costume design oh true true 
So, uh, it's yeah. a bit girly. <laughs> yes. I don't know why I said that in uh, like a German. Was that, was that German I said? For I don't know. No subtitles. Accent? What's that? No oh, subtitles. right. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't tell what I was saying. So, uh, best movie for me so far, but sidebar, best movie for me so far this year, uh, no question. Um, the Last Black Man in San Francisco. Oh, I love that didn't movie. see that. I really loved it. Um, but yeah, that that one's up there. Uh, I think The Farewell is going to be in, in like that I was going to say, everyone's going to go nuts on The Farewell. And then also Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But uh, Joker, I, I really liked it. Like It was a very unpleasant watch. It was a... Um, like. It was a difficult movie to get through, and I think like a lot of it was unpleasant and sort of left you with like, ugh, I don't like that I'm like seeing this. Yeah, but it was a good movie, and I think that it's okay to walk away from that movie being like uneasy or or like feeling unpleasant because it's the Joker origin story, and a Joker origin story should be unpleasant. Yeah, I. Uh I loved the uh, I, I loved the unreliable narrator aspect. Yes, yeah, yeah. And really, it was like pretty easy to figure out what I was going. On. I was like, all right, if anything positive is happening to him, it's not actually happening. If there's anything where you're like, hey, Arthur's having a pretty good day, this then then just you gotta throw it out. <laughs> this is this is absolutely not real. Even the scene of him uh, in the hospital with Zazie Beats, it's I was, like he's having a positive interaction. Right, that, that, with that's somebody. where I was like. Wait, maybe that was real? That, like, they're actually talking to each other and seeing each other? But there was just no way. Yeah, that one didn't really... That, like, realization or, like, reveal Mm -hmm. didn't didn't really do anything for me because I definitely saw that coming. It didn't, right. didn't, his interactions with her didn't make any sense in, like, the context of everything going on around him and nobody else addressed her. Right. So, uh, that didn't, didn't really, uh, didn't really wow me. And I wish that they didn't, I wish, I honestly wish that they didn't, like, show the, uh, I feel like they over-explained it. Why? Oh, show, like, show her walking in and being, like. Or, like, no, just, like, him talking to nobody. Oh. And, thing, and things like that when they had, like, the reveal that she wasn't actually. I thought they just like, kind oh, of yeah, over-explained that's right. it. They, they did do, like, a little, like, montage yeah. after. That's right. Yeah, where, as you were seeing those, initially, you're like, all right, when he first walks in and kisses her, you're like. All right, fifty-fifty at best that this is actually happening, and they're sprinkling more in, and they're—it's all like you're staying with that of this. This could very well not actually be happening. Yeah. So then, once it's made clear to you that this didn't happen, and yeah, I kind of, right. I kind of, yeah, and I kind of just like making the viewer kind of think back in in their head, being like, oh, wait, did anybody address her? Like, yeah, it, it would just—I—I I felt like it was just a little bit over-explained. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix, awesome. Yes, as expected. That's where, like, for me, the movie kind of was what I expected. It was, it was solid, good story, good performances, and everything. But just really, that Joaquin Phoenix was unbelievable. Yeah, and I, that was that was definitely expected. Uh, definitely expected that it would be pretty well shot. Like there were a lot yeah. of a lot of great shots, um, especially at the end, and yeah. like when they when they were bringing in. A lot of that color, it was awesome. I very much enjoyed like the visual spectacle of it. I liked the, uh, I liked his laugh. He did a good laugh. Now that's that's kind of a an important one for the Joker. I went down a bit of a Joker rabbit hole uh, afterwards. I went and saw, I, well, I saw the original Batman, or not the original Batman, but the first Michael Keaton Batman, 
which for some reason I had never seen before. Really? I didn't know that that was the Jack Nicholson one. Mm-hmm. I thought the, the that Jack one Nicholson the, one was like a 70s movie. No, that was the Jack Nicholson one, and then the second was one was, was Penguin. I've seen Batman Catwoman. Returns a million times, yeah. and I've ne- I had never seen the first one of those. That's the one why. that's always on TV, or like used to be always on TV. Batman before Returns? The de- but before Dark Knight. We had that on VHS for some reason when I was a kid, and it horrified me because I thought that Billy Joel was Michael Keaton and around the same time uh the river of dreams album came out and also that movie was out what what, what year was that movie 91 or something which one batman returns uh yeah i think the original one was like 84 so maybe no no way really i thought it was i thought uh, i would say like 87 at the latest maybe 89 maybe i thought it was like i thought it was like 84 let's just uh lie 89. about whatever it was all right so it was 1940. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. Right. But yeah, uh, I remember River of Dreams came out, and I loved it, and I loved Billy Joel, and we had Batman Forever on, or Batman Returns on VHS for some reason, and Michael Keaton and Billy Joel kind of looked the same in 1993, so I thought they were the same person, <laughs> and I wanted to watch that movie, and it fucking horrified me. Okay, and I still—I don't even think I necessarily even got any clarity on the the this is two different people thing. I was just so well. One of them ruined. is aged much better than the other. Uh, Billy Joel. Yes. Yes. <laughs> hey, I don't see Michael Keaton selling out uh, Wrigley Field. I bet he could if he wanted to. Michael Keaton. Yeah. Probably. I'd just go to see Michael. Probably Keaton I would do buy something. all the tickets. <laughs> I'd go to see him do something for like an hour. Did you ever end up seeing uh, Multiplicity? No. I still have to. Um, but anyway, yeah, I went down a, uh, a Batman rabbit hole to kind of... Because I was like, oh, I'll, I'll see the whichever one that Jack Nicholson Joker was. And I was like, oh, shit, it was just that, that one that was before Batman Returns. Uh, that was a weird, creepy-ass Joker. But I liked Jack Nicholson's Joker. Because unlike all the other ones, and no one else is going to say this, we're the only ones that will go there. Jack Nicholson just played Joker as like a fat guy. Yeah, it was like he was just like an out of the... shape. Like <laughs> he like wasn't like too theatrical or anything. He did. He wasn't moving too fast. He was just like he was. Yeah, just he uh, kind of mailed it in using a lot of <laughs> makeup. Yeah. He was he was for sure like the. Well, I guess that's not true. The guy before him was like well a well presented Joker. Okay. The the like Heath Ledger really kind of went in on the like really gritty screwed well, Heath up. Heath Ledger was. A very um, a very flamboyant Joker, and I feel like there's two ways that people play the Joker, and it's very flamboyant, or it's like a real uh, a real seedy bad dude who walks around with guns and shoots people. Yeah. And when I was a kid, whether it was from comic books or cartoons or I don't know what it was, but that was the idea that I had of the Joker. So yeah, he wasn't Joaquin really like Phoenix's, deranged, right? So Joaquin Phoenix's uh, portrayal of the Joker is way more in line of what I like thought the Joker was, and Heath Ledger was incredible, and then that that gave birth to the uh, the Jared Leto Joker, which I've not seen, but I'm going to shit it's on because that's so a, bad. That's like the only for some reason we're we're all being very considerate and being like, hey, don't be mean to people if you see that there's. A continuity error in the Breaking Bad movie. Be considerate 
with how you present it. And I'm sure that we'll, we're going to get to that in a little bit. But like, don't go fat shaming people. Don't like, don't, don't, don't be mean and don't say things about an actor that you wouldn't say about your friend or your family or whatever. Except if it's uh, Jared Leto's Joker, you are allowed to be go so ham. mean. I don't understand that. <laughs> people are so mean to Jared Leto with the Joker. Because I think a big part of the reason is that Jared Leto is such a fucking tryhard. Oh, he is he? such a fucking tryhard, and and like he thought that he was killing it with his Joker, and people he just had like no self awareness. He was he was a real asshole too when he like oh, approached really? the character. Yeah, like he was. Uh, All right, so I was like, something must have happened. Yeah, because he was, if you, he was like people are he was so like mailing co stars like 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 dog shit or things like that, like doing like real deranged shit to like get into the character. And and people were like, ugh, man, don't like don't like harass your co stars. To, All right. As like getting into the into the into the character, I'm in. Let's drag him. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's a big reason why everybody was like, "Dude, fuck this guy's Joker." I legit, I haven't seen or read a single thing about this whole Joker situation in the last couple of months without somebody being like, "Hey, it could be worse. <laughs> it could be Jared Leto's Joker. That it guy fucking sucks, huh?" And like he he provided a service though because he was the first Joker after Heath Ledger's, and so that it, was it, that. That's where I feel extra bad for him. Right, but I'm glad that it was something super fucking shitty. Like, if he had done a halfway decent Joker and everybody was shitting on it because they were comparing it to Heath Ledger's, I'd feel kind of bad for him. But his was so bad. And the movie was terrible, and he just seemed to be like a pretty fucking, pretty bad dude or like a really obnoxious dude in terms of approaching the role. It was like the worst possible situation, and so I'm glad we get to shit on it. So he had... uh he did the Joker with like slicked back hair and grills. Is that correct? Grills and like a ton of tattoos. Oh, tattoos! Right. How did he play him? Like just like a like a, I'm a crazy guy, sort of like I'm a real crazy guy. Ah, uh, that sounds more like that sounds like a bad version or a worse version of Heath Ledger's Joker. Right. It was basically like he was trying to play Heath Ledger, but like I'm gonna ramp up like the I'm a deranged thing. Yeah. So, do you do you see any sort of uh, like consistency or like evolution from the origin story that like you could see uh, Joaquin Phoenix's character turning into uh, Heath Ledger's? Absolutely not. No, I think they're completely different. Okay, I think that Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger's Joker was like a mastermind savant. Like he was psychotic, but and uh, I saw. Jeff Lowe note this and very correct. Like everything in the Dark Knight, Joker does is planned, planned like 500 yeah. steps ahead. And this guy is more, uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker is more, you look at him wrong and he's going to shoot you. Right. And, and, and like he's, and he's, he's not really like planning any steps ahead. Right. Like and he's, he's making he, a lot of missteps. Right. He's, he ain't buying parachutes. He's not doing bombs. He's not doing these crazy things. He's like the, I'm going to go into the bank and like, Shoot the teller, but it is an origin story. So, like, this is the start of his. You know, I don't know if he gets criminal life, right? But I don't know if he gets smarter. He didn't seem yeah, like a, a very I agree with smart that. or even thoughtful guy. He was very, very, and they. I think it would be a big leap to get from like the the kind of like missteps and not thinking like a criminal, yeah, uh, Joaquin Phoenix to getting as sort of manipulative and like. And I mean, they scheming. built it right in there that uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker 
uh, has like a major brain injury. Yes. So true. he like he he might not even have like the cognitive capacity to do some of the stuff that true. that uh, Ledger's Joker does. But I do like that there's like different types of Jokers. The the Joaquin's like I said is more kind of in line with what I thought Joker the Joker was when I was a kid. I didn't know a lot about about uh, the the cartoons or uh, is that what? Comic books. That's yes. the word. Yeah. About the uh, sometimes they turn into cartoons. Yeah, I remember. there was Wasn't Batman. There, there was like a, yeah. a Batman cartoon, yeah. and the, and like I said, I feel like joke the Joker and that was portrayed more like Joaquin's like Joker, lace. like yeah. this the second half where he's like this, uh, where he's just like a thug. Yeah, he's like a gangster that's operating uh, mostly on his own, and he's kind of running his own thing. Whereas, whereas Heath Ledger's Joker was just like this grand thing mm-hmm. yeah and i don't know i, I uh for me there is become sort of a m- more separation between the joker and and like just any of those other like a lot of the times i felt like the joker and the riddler were, were kind of like interchangeable oh my god i forgot the riddler existed that's the yeah yeah because the, the, the riddler was supposed to be the really flamboyant one right he was the one that was really like jumping around and doing all these crazy. That was Jim Carrey. Yes, in the, in one of the earlier ones. Yeah, hilarious. Now maybe Jonah Hill in the upcoming Batman. Jonah is he? He's still paying people to let him do movies. What? Jonah Hill? <laughs> yeah, remember he did that with uh, was it with? No, it wasn't with Moneyball. It was with uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Oh really? He paid. Oh yeah, he he either didn't get paid or he took like a thousand bucks or something. Well. Whatever. He was like, he was great. Yo, Scorsese, movie. like, you want to save some money? Let me do this movie. Hell yeah! And he was awesome in yeah. it. I love Jonah Hill. I will stand for no Jonah Hill disrespect Dude, on this I'm podcast. A, Jonah Hill made one of the best my favorite of last movie year. of last year, <laughs> which was terrific, mid nineties, and uh, he did the 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 music video for uh, Sunflower, the Vampire Weekend song, and it was legitimately just like. Ezra Koenig and Steve Lacey hanging out, and then occasional shots of Jerry Seinfeld, which was like the most boss idea for music video in the world. Like, hey, we're just going to have you guys hanging out. Seinfeld's also going to be there. And you can Works totally tell that Jerry Seinfeld has <laughs> never heard the song, has no idea what it is. Like, there's just like literally a camera on him. He's just like, kind of like, I'm here. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm here. And then the, uh, the video ends with somebody, uh, pitching jerry a joke and jerry's like yeah it's very good the guy's like really and he's like sure (laughs) (laughs) the best uh yeah so i mean like i uh i I didn't find much of a like difference between the joker and the riddler and maybe that'll piss a lot of people off who are like have a comic book history but you know what shut up nerd yeah Uh, and, and and like now there is a definite difference between those two characters for me and i think that a lot of it has been uh, the recent portrayals of the Joker. Uh, let's rank the Jokers. Oh, God. Rank your Jokers. Go ahead. You go first. Go. I feel this feels like a trap. Hurry up. This yeah, it is. Like a trap. It is. All right. Uh, the Steve Miller Joker, number one. Yep. Uh, Heath Ledger, number two. Yep. And then uh, Joaquin Phoenix, and then the rest doesn't matter. The rest doesn't matter. Yeah. Wow, you're just cutting Jack just Nicholson. Three, you're saying it. you don't even get it. Okay. Uh, Heath Ledger one, mm-hmm. uh, Anne Hathaway 
sexist you didn't include any when did she play the joker cat Catwoman. she wasn't the joker <laughs> there's a specific character in the batman movies that's joker yeah i was gonna go michael keaton number three <laughs> <laughs> the joker the joker is just somebody from a batman movie Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Jim Carrey, you want to go Arnold Schwarzenegger? You want to go uh, Jerry, what's that guy's name? Jerry... Uh, Seinfeld? No, <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, a great Joker. <laughs> we, <laughs> we should put out... <laughs> we should make like a graphic. It's like ranking the Jokers. <laughs> One. Let's definitely do this. Like, we'll, we'll actually probably stop recording this episode now, release a super short episode, and then use the rest of our time working on a graphic little video thing. It's like, time to rank the Jokers. One. Heath Hunter. Iconic performance. Rest in peace. Two. Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> uh, we should do it as... Uh, we should do it as... Uh, a, a brunch blog post. Remember that time that somebody did the fucking uh, ranking the best Greta Van Fleet songs and it was just a list of um, <laughs> Led, Led Zeppelin, Zeppelin songs? <laughs> we should do that. And we do like, hey, the t- we made our list of the, the five best jokers of all time. <laughs> and just number five starts off with Heath Ledger and gets people real like uneasy. You're like, what? <laughs> number uh, number five? <laughs> it's just like Jerry Seinfeld. Love the idea. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> All right, so we're definitely doing that. Uh, let's. We'll, I love the idea of starting five, working the way up. But here's what we're gonna do: when we talk about them, we're gonna do. You know how people do? Yeah, uh, they'll have like a still of like, uh, like an AP photo from the the movie or whatever. Yeah, we'll just Photoshop ones where it's like Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> as the Joker. Let's come up with the list. Okay. All right. Uh, Wait, should we should we do it now or should we should we save it? Well, let's just say let's save it. Well, we kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> If we give give the content of us coming up with this brilliant thing, that's true. Or, I don't know. I do kind of like the idea of like saving it for the, the the listeners who get to find out who our who our favorite jokers are when they click the blog post. <laughs> Incentivize them. That's true. But oh, also, I love this. but this also, such a good idea. But also, we have to tell fuck everyone listeners. who said we can't recapture the magic. <laughs> and also, uh, all the listeners have to just retweet it and say. Uh, unbelievable list or or something like can't can't believe this list big a big shocker in this list do shoot should we get a uh this might be like a good <laughs> this might be like a series we can do we should get a green screen and make a how hard can it be get a green screen make a uh backdrop i'm thinking like this is totally based on Jeff Lowe's videos where he'll like take a, a topic off a movie yes. and dive deep into it for like two minutes. And if you haven't seen those videos, they're awesome. Yeah. And they're, they're well edited. We just do something like that and we'll count something down that just always devolves into nonsense, except every now and then we'll do one super serious and you'll be waiting for the joke and it'll drive you crazy. Kind of like... Do you remember those pronunciation guys? Yes. <laughs> For so funny. If, if, if folks don't know this, uh, this is probably in the, this was probably before Pete and I even knew each other, but something for which we must have had a mutual admiration. There was a guy who made pronunciation guides for NHL players, and he would say them in a kind of a silly voice, so you're like, I don't know if I should trust this. And then sometimes he would clearly mispronounce the name. Uh, it was so fucking funny. It'd be like, Sedano Chara. Yeah. S- 
C'est Daniel. Yeah. Yeah. What was Daniel? Yeah. He did like a he did like a like a drunk Raymond <laughs> voice. But some of the ones that he did for the uh, the Bruins were amazing. I'm trying to think of which uh, which players he would have done that would have been funny. I don't know. Uh, so this was like around 2010, 2011. So it would have been... Uh, like Marshan could have been in right. there. Right. Uh, Tyler Seguin. <laughs> Tyler Seguin. It was like... It, it was... If... It was basically Kermit, like a Sesame Street. Right. It was, if Kermit and Ray were both drunk at the bar and they were in an argument and one was like, you know, you sound like this. You know, <laughs> hey, I'm Ray. Deborah. No, you sound like this. Like <laughs> basically one trying to do an impression of the other and, and essentially Kermit doing a Raymond in the Kermit voice while drunk. They're so good. Milan Lukic. Milan Lukic. But. Well, do, but every now and then he'd give you one that'd be like uh, Dustin Bufflin, Dustin Bufflin, and you're like, I think that's right. I've heard that. <laughs> I think that's right, but like I can't fucking trust this guy because he's out there being like, whiny great sky, whiny great sky. It's the best. All right, so, we're definitely yeah. doing this idea. All right, so uh, best jokers. Uh, well, at least think of a couple to throw in there. So uh, Jerry Seinfeld has to be in there. Jerry for sure. Seinfeld for sure is in there. Uh, <laughs> this is such a good idea. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld, uh, Gilbert num- Gottfried. Gilbert Gottfried could could be one. Let's see. Number five is for sure Heath Ledger, Carlos Mencia. Oh God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Carlos Mencia broke. <laughs> He's best known for his smash show, Mind of Mencia, which is currently raking in billions in syndication dollars, because that's still on, which is currently making uh, like fists full of cash in syndication on Nick at Night. And then people will go look that up and be like, (laughs) Mind of Mencia on Nick at Night? But he broke into the biz with his classic portrayal. Uh, We're also going to come up with... uh, like non-existent uh, Joker, uh, Batman movies. Hell yeah! Like Batman Five: Return of Jafar. <laughs> when Carlo, when, when Carlos Mencia was kicked off the stand-up circuit for stealing jokes, he decided to oh, right. get into a life of crime. He he did steal jokes, yeah, huh? And yeah. he's, but he's got a show on Netflix now. Does he really? Yeah, he's got a. I think. Are you sure? It's I feel like that would have been news. One of the, you know what? It might be Gabriel Iglesias, I another he, comic. I of think that he era. has one. Yeah. yeah. So we've done a lot of uh, we've done a lot of Batman so far. I'll also say I saw uh, Mad De Niro movies as well. Yeah, you went in on that, huh? Yeah, a couple uh, weekends ago. I had a couple notes on Joker that I wanted to hit. Um, Do it. Uh, it's an origin story, but is it really because he's adopted? So you don't you don't really know where he came from. Yeah, I well th- that was that that was weird to say, but I uh, <laughs> that's but, my joke. Uh, okay, um, <laughs> but we don't know his parents, so what's what's the origin? Feels like feels like a, a adoption <laughs> shaming. Uh, I will say like the, the the origin story aspect immediately loses uh, loses weight with me because I'm like 
we've seen the Joker presented in six thousand ways. Yeah. He came because he fell. He happened because he fell into a vat of acid or whatever, or because of this. And like Jack Nicholson's guy wasn't a aspiring comic. So same with like when you show like in, at the end of the Joker when they show that Bruce Wayne's uh, parents are killed. I'm like, yo, I definitely you, didn't need that. You've shown that yeah. happen for 55 different reasons. <laughs> so when you give me a new one, I don't care. Yeah, and and I didn't need it because I thought that the uh, the shot of um like the guy walking to the alley and there's still like a shadow on the wall as mm-hmm. he's moving towards the alley could have ended there. I thought it would that would have been great. It would have been a nice little like nod. You don't have to stick it in my face. I thought there were like a few things like this where I I could have done without them. Obviously, I I, I already said uh, the Zazie Beats explanation. I didn't need the Wayne's parents' death. I also didn't need that last scene. I think the movie should have ended. Yeah, uh, when he was out on the streets. Right. They're yeah. just being like that was an unbelievable like slow shot at the very end with him and the crowd behind him. I agree. Would have been great. Would have been a great ending. And then they went on with like an extra five minutes that definitely weren't needed. Yeah. Um, uh, it's a cold world for the Joker, but it would be a lot warmer if he didn't sleep in the fridge. That's not. That's that's better. <laughs> it's, it's not as not as. Uh, I don't. You know what? I don't. I don't hate making this a thing as well. When we see a movie, I'm not gonna. I don't come up with any jokes. You come up with jokes. <laughs> where after she's like, "Hey, did you write? Did Pete writes some jokes off of the the movies." Yeah, you have to do it for every movie we see. Though <laughs> it's gonna be tough, yeah. but I can, I can, I can try. Uh, like, all right, Roma, go. <laughs> God. Uh, that was the only two that I had for this one. So okay, yeah. well, hey, before oh. long, you're gonna have a tight five. <laughs> you are going to be. <laughs> it's is. Rats versus mice. Is, is it a speed thing? What is it? <laughs> what is it a speed thing? <laughs> There's some way to differentiate these these guys that I don't know about. <laughs> I mean, come on. That, that that's how. If you haven't seen the movie, that's how. That's Joaquin's voice. It's There's a scene good. where he walks out. He walks into the hall laughing, and he's like, "Ha ha 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 ha! Ah, come on!" <laughs> oh, okay. Yo, uh, I'm, good. I'm good on Joker talk now. Word. I also uh, saw. So uh, let's see. What did I see for De Niro movies? Uh, King of Comedy. That movie ruled. They say that that Joker has a lot of nods to King of Comedy. It does in that like it's the same storyline. And uh, Taxi Driver. Not that good. I like Taxi Driver. That's considered like the best movie ever, though. Yeah, no, it's not. Okay, if 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 I had known going in like. Hey, look, a lot of you will say it's amazing. It's not that good. Then I'd be like, cool. I, I didn't I go mean, either on... way. I didn't think it was a bad movie. But... No, I, I didn't know that people thought that it was like in, like one of the best movies of all time. I just went in. I was like, people like this movie. I watched yeah. it. And I was like, okay, I get why people like this movie. It's pretty good. Yeah. And uh, I saw The Heat. Have you ever seen The Heat? Uh, is that with uh, Al Pacino yeah. in, in, uh, in De Niro? It's a 90s. I've seen, I've seen pieces of it. 90s De Niro and Pacino. It's, uh, Pacino's a good guy. And De Niro's a bad guy. I feel like they should always just play bad guys. Yeah, maybe even dueling bad guys. Yeah. I don't know, a little problematic. It's, 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 it's a lot Speaking of, bad of problematic, do you think movie. that the Joker was, was problematic at all? Like, no, but, but my antenna generally isn't up for that. I mean, yeah. you, you know where I 
stand there. Like, but if, you, I, but I ask you because you have you are like pretty good at identifying that stuff sometimes. Of well, of like knowing if it's going to upset people or knowing if it's harmful. I, mean, I think I we all say, know that it's it's going to upset people, and people are, are are upset about it. Yeah, there was a thing. I gotta give a tip of the cap to Deadspin. Deadspin wrote a thing. Uh, let me find it. Uh, Deadspin, the Joker. So, but like you had a, like you had a, like a strong take on Green Book and and uh, like people perceiving it as problematic right. last year. Right. Do you think that it's that the that Joker that people, falls into somewhat of the same category? Obviously, it's two different issues. No, I th- well, I, th- I think a lot of the Green Book stuff was, I mean. A, people not liking how the movie was made and people not liking the director, which is a big part of it. But I, I still got got upset that people uh, said that the movie claimed to, to solve racism, where the movie ends with a guy going over to dinner to sit at a table full of racist people. Right. Like, I in no way felt like, oh, whoa, if you think about it, racism <laughs> is over. Right. And if you felt that way from it, then so so let me ask you then do you, yourself. But. Do you feel like like the Joker uh like sympathized with Oh no. Okay, great. No. I yeah. did say that the one thing that did kind of uh freak me out a little bit is that scene at the end when yeah, everybody's same. in the street. It was oh, no, I'm like, I was like that sort of one. thing. Like now now that Trump's been elected, like nothing surprises me anymore. I there could just be a day where everyone's like, literally, just like killing people. You know in the what? Streets. Forget it. Yeah. Like, we're just, like, th- there's no rules anymore. Let's just all run into the streets and just cause absolute madness. So right. that that's like part of the reason why I said like, uh, there's like a very uneasy feeling while you're watching the movie because you're like, this is not as far fetched as it once might be. Yeah. Uh, and also, like, I thought it was the the scene um, on the on the talk show. I think was like very like explicit but that was like that's like what the joker was to me though like i said like that he's the like walk right up and pull out a gun and everyone screams and then he shoots the guy like that's the crazy shit that i uh i'd always like yeah but that's how i'd envision the joker i think like the like more like the line delivered as he did it was Mm -hmm. was sort of like a little too on the nose it was it was very very tough to watch yes uh here's where i gotta shout out deadspin uh i heard people talking about before the movie uh some sort of incel aspect of it Mm -hmm. i have intentionally avoided that whatever conversation there is about incel do you know anything about this the incels yeah well i know what it means involuntary celibate dudes who are saying girls don't have sex with us, so girls are bad. Yeah, well, it's like dudes, and like they like it's wish like, harm to to women. Yeah, it, it's dudes who like blame women for not wanting to be with them, basically, and like have anger towards women because they're they're not having sex with them. Okay, so that's a thing that that blows my mind. And if I, I don't understand those, how people could be that stupid. Anyway, there was a lot of like, is this movie uh, sympathetic? To, is this going to be like an incel calling card movie? And I was like, what the, what the, why, why would it be that? And I went to see it, and that was not, no, uh, that is not my, how I took away from it. Um, 
And uh, Deadspin, I Deadspin wrote this thing called "You're Not Going to Remember Any of This Shit," a Joker review, and uh, there was this part from it that I thought was correct. The movie had very little to do with the incel panic people built up around it. The Joker's main antagonist is the wealthy, and for good reason. He has fantasies about women, but he doesn't seem terribly interested in laying clown pipe. Okay, Deadspin. <laughs> and no point does he consider getting uh, cosmetic cranial surgery, but. Everyone pinning this particular set of fears on this movie was incredibly predictable, as incel is one of those words journalists learned a year ago and have tricked themselves into believing they've known it their whole lives and can deploy it frequently. (laughs) People saw this and decided that a movie about an abandoned, sad, abused man was about their new favorite word, alternating between repetitive mockery and belief that they would be martyred for reviewing it. I see what that guy's saying. Yeah, definitely. And and I also don't think that, like, it it was... was People throw that around as, like... And there was in this movie, yeah, I definitely agree that people throw that. It's like it's like the whole like it's millennial, new, right? Like, it's a n- new buzzword, right? And um, and look, like the shitheads who whatever that 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 shitheads group of people. I'm I'm, I'm certainly not 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 uh, like they ex- sending any they sympathy exist. in their way, and they they certainly right. exist. But I didn't get that feeling. I from didn't this movie see this all. movie as them being like, "Hey, you guys need a shoulder to cry on. We're here for you." And, and yeah, and also I don't think that that Joaquin Phoenix's character. Showed no, like, like a ton of yeah, a ton of anger towards women. Uh, there was the I don't know I don't I don't know what happens with uh with with him and Zazie Beats honestly like they leave that kind of open ended, um, but it's like there was no like general feeling coming away from this movie. It's like oh man, that guy hates women. Yeah, I mean, spoiler alert: he kills where than he kills four people that we know of. No, five people that we know of, and. One's a woman, but it's his mom. So there are some different issues that come into play there. I, I believe that he kills uh, another one at the very end in that final scene. Who? The uh, woman in the room with him. Oh, yeah. Because he you walks, guys he walks away, and there's like a ton, there's like blood on his shoes and stuff. Oh no! But that's okay. Maybe I don't know. I don't. Know. I'm kind of not remembering the last scene as well as I should because I was checked out when they went from what should have been the last scene. Yeah. To that, um, so what else? Uh, how do we get back there? Uh, I, I think I sidetracked it. I think I Word. asked about if you thought it was problematic after the whatever. Uh, so you brought up something that's problematic, and then I asked about it if you oh. thought it was. Oh, it was problematic for the Heat to have. Oh two yes, bad yeah, guys. yeah, that's If right. the Heat had two bad guys, fortunately, it did. Actually, it did have two bad guys. It also had Dolph Lundgren as uh, was that Dolph Lundgren. No, maybe. I don't know. Dolph Lundgren was the dude in the 90s, the blonde dude in the 90s that was in every movie. Or uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Uh, he's not blonde. Never mind. So it wasn't Jean-Claude Van Damme. I think it was Dolph Lundgren. There's no way of knowing. No, yeah. If there was only some way to find out. It sucks. It drives Let me us crazy. know, folks, if you, if you know. Yeah. In the meantime, here's our top five uh, performances from Breaking Bad, El Camino. Was it Dolph Lundgren? No, it was Val Kilmer. Ah! Is that problematic? No. You just mistake just a blonde guy for another one person guy. for another person? Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, El Camino. Yeah, okay. El Camino. Are we going to do El Camino or bring back the, uh, the playlist? Let's do both. Okay. Let's, let's quickly hit El Camino. Okay. I loved El Camino. and You loved it? I loved it. I'm so happy. It was like being on a diet for years and then someone putting a big-ass pizza in front of you. 
Like, how do you not want that? People say, yeah. like, oh, well, like, did we really need it? Like, no. look, if you don't want more Breaking Bad, then that's on you. But we didn't, we didn't need it. But I, I'm so glad we got it. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like we, yeah, we were living and breathing without it, I guess. But then, like, yeah. but then technically, we didn't need Breaking Bad. That's true. I'm super psyched that <laughs> yeah. all of that happened. And if there's more Breaking Bad stuff, then give it to me, especially if it's being made by Vince Gilligan. Like, th- this right. was, this to me, when people are like, oh, I'm not so sure about it. Was it really necessary? Like, it is being given to you in the right hands. It's 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 all Vince Gilligan. It's all uh, so uh, Aaron Paul. Right. It is. This is the real stuff. This isn't some phony ass. Like, hey, let's uh, let's show like Uncle Jack's buddies before they got shot. Yeah. No. And and it's not like oh, it's. 20 years later and Vince Gilkins kind of struck out on some other projects he went straight from Breaking Bad to Better Call Saul and made Better Call Saul interesting with like a thousand times l- less interesting subject matter totally and he made it enthralling like I would trust my life w- with Vince Gilligan at this point especially with characters that he's already developed and like a story that he ch- has to cherish with like every fiber of his being so like he doesn't want to fuck up breaking bad as much as you don't want vince gilligan to fuck up breaking bad right there was never a doubt in my mind that this wouldn't be like very palatable very enjoyable and like it definitely wasn't necessary and it definitely wasn't like overwhelming right like well it wasn't like the it wasn't like breaking bad left off where you needed to learn one more thing and then this taught you that thing like the, the finale did Give us all you. I, I hate to keep using the term like, did we need it? But like, it gave you all Closure. you needed. It, 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 it showed you the the big thing that happens to the guy if you're wondering that that's going to happen to him. Mm-hmm. And then they. Uh, I like it, that you're protective I was of going Breaking to say, Bad like, spoilers. I was making a face at myself as I was saying that. I was like, kinda, of like, all the things I'm just so happy spoiled. to spoil. We like, just spoiled a look, movie that like came out like a week and a half ago. Right. Uh, had spoilers there without warning, and now you're very protective of of a spoilers of a TV show that's like ten years. I don't old. know if there's any, like I like Breaking Bad so much that if you can that if anyone's watching it for the first time, and yeah. I, I know some people who are right now watching it for the first time, and I'm so jealous of them oh, that man. they get to experience that. But yeah, like Breaking Bad, the finale gave you like everything you needed. But except if you, like, one thing, you had one question, and they were like, "Hey, is there anything else you'd like to know?" You'd be like. This well, thing. what happens to Jesse? <laughs> yeah. And this shows you what happens to Jesse in and it, and it's, and a it's great like, way. And it's very much like a direct extension of, right. of Breaking Bad. You're just basically getting an extra two hours of Breaking Bad, and it doesn't feel like there's been like a, a disconnect there. Right. So, yeah, what the hell? Why nothing not? Nothing goofy, nothing silly. There was nothing that you're like... Oh man, this wouldn't have happened if it were Breaking Bad. Right. This is for and it doesn't like, er- erase anything that happens in Breaking Bad. Like it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't reverse anything done by Breaking Bad. Right. There's a. I was a little concerned. Like, is there going to be like nostalgia forced in there? And there was only yeah, one scene where there was, and it was when uh, Joe comes to get the car to the 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 uh, the junkyard guy. Yeah. The Mr. What's his name? Mr. Heckles from Friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mr. Heckles comes. I would love to have some like universe where friend where that guy is actually Mr. Heckles. No, but he dies in Friends, right? That's true. Yeah, yeah. 
So they gave him a redemption arc by bringing him back to life. <laughs> problematic. Very problematic. Uh, Mr. Heckles comes to take the car, and he's like, oh, hey, Jesse, magnets. And I'm like, oh, don't do this, yeah. this movie. No, no, because the magnets thing happened that like was a, too much. a month and a half ago. <laughs> so don't do like the, hey, remember back in the day, like, this realistically just happened. So no, no, no. Right. Uh, not, not a month and a half ago, but you know what I'm saying. Um, and it was also like after he had just been very publicly tortured and held captive. Right. And this guy's coming in and being like, ha ha, what about those right. good times? Yeah, Mr. Heckles sits around watching the news and listening to the radio <laughs> yeah. all day. There's no way that he didn't, when before getting that call, see the previous two hours of news being like, so we think we know what happened to that Jesse guy. And literally it's horrifying. <laughs> yeah. So he came in, and he was like, hey, hey, May, you got any magnets on you? This guy with the magnets. Hey, yo, play, come on, what's the matter? Mr. What's the he- Heckles shows up, and he's like, I got five minutes of material. Right, I was going like to say, he's got here. tight five. Yeah. He comes flying in. Mr. Heckles comes flying in with his tight five. A <laughs> lot of it is Jesse, one time said magnets, based. And he comes flying. But that was really the only nostalgia that's kind of forced in there, which... Which I liked because I, I didn't. I didn't I think, want a lot of that. I think there was uh, there was a good amount of nostalgia forced in, but a lot of it was enjoyable, and a lot of it was like stuff you wanted to see. Like what? Uh, so the people brought back, like a lot of those. Oh no no no! I mean no! I mean like the just like references. I mean like, like like Breaking Bad celebrating itself. Okay. Yeah, or like th- this being like a celebration of uh, Breaking Bad. There was a little bit of that with uh, Skinny Pete and Badger right when they're the playing bat. when they're yeah. dogging each other. So I was, but I never thought I was like, even if this part's goofy for a second, I know this isn't going to be bad. This is going to be unbelievable. There's going to be some really drawn out cool scenes, which there were, of which there were really, there were plenty. Mm-hmm. The uh, Jesse searching Todd's house was awesome. Amazing. The stuff with the, the cops was was great. Yeah, the, uh, the stuff with um, with the, the vacuum guy. Yes. Very, very good. He just good. died. Yes. You literally the day died? that it came out. Oh, really? It was literally the Friday that the movie came out, which which is a bummer. Wow. But that scene was so awesome. Good. A lot of some good some good laughs in that scene. Cops pulling up. Mm-hmm. Crazy about it. I I had very I did, I had no complaints about this. We we got to get to it at some point, but as I said before, the uh there was the obvious continuity issue with uh, Todd. With Todd. And I'll say, maybe it's because I've got the right people in my life. I haven't seen anybody say anything bad about it. And I'm sure no. that, I'm sure people, I'm sure there are idiots on the internet who took it too far. I did Google. I Googled uh, Breaking Bad, uh, Jesse Plemons, Fat Chain. And there were a thousand articles of people aggregating, searching Twitter for idiots who were making fun of them. I think that you can note that there was a continuity error, though. And yeah. one, one well, and it I'm, definitely doesn't help too that they were like there were actual Breaking Bad flashbacks, right? In spliced in between Jesse Plemons now, right. and so it's like there's a very obvious difference there. Oh yeah, I mean, it, it, so if and I've seen it like Jesse Plemons is fat in this, and he was not in right. uh, in Breaking Bad, and also like in the very first scene where J- Jesse Plemons comes back in in El Camino, they do like a there's like a gate over his face, and I was like, oh man, are they, are they like are they doing this intentionally? Are they not going to show Jesse Plemons like in full oh. to try to hide the weight gain? Oh, and so th- did you know that? No, what? Because he's oh, he's in. He uh, put the he put the weight on for Fargo. So, so I knew that he had he'd gotten bigger. Okay, so 
And in obviously, my, he was just in Game Nine. He was he was bigger in that too. Right. So when I saw that, I was like. It had to have been a scheduling thing, but I mean, it could not have. It could have been. It could, I think he just put sick. the weight could on for Fargo like, and then left it on. Okay, so that's that's what I figured it was. But I mean, I'll say not to give. Uh, yeah, I'll give twenty nineteen a small pat on the back. Ten years ago, you would have been. Roasted. That would have been <laughs> a lot worse, and I'm glad that people are a little more considerate now to say like, "Hey, like." Whether he was doing, whether he had to do it for a different job, or whatever, just like note the continuity error. Say, all right, obviously this was not all shot at, at the same time. It probably helps that Jesse Plemons was never like a sex symbol. Like he was never this guy who was like ripped in like great shape. So it's not like super jarring. That's he was true. Like, he never got Lydia. That's <laughs> that's true. But he did get uh, Kirsten Dunst. Her too, but also IRL. Friday Night Lights. Yeah. One Tyra, of, one of the the great love storylines yes. in television history. Bonding over murder. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, I forgot. Oh man, that, I was talking about lights camera podcast. The uh, not lights camera. What do we call it? Lights camera podcast. That's the Barcel uh, thing. Uh, Phil clear hearts. hearts, full clear clear eyes, full hearts podcast. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. Um, I was talking about that the other day. That was a wild, fun time. But, but like one of my uh, big. Uh, Memories of that was the discussion of Landry doesn't get girls unless he breaks the law. Like yep. He runs one over with his car <laughs> yep. and is like, insurance. <laughs> uh, one, and then one was obviously the, the really? murder situation. A which dead again, body. like, why didn't they go to the cops? Yeah, I don't know. They would have been so fine. Yes. And his dad, who is a cop, could have helped. Covered it up instead. <laughs> that was such a weird move. It was very, very weird. Like that was a horrible traumatic thing. They like not not to like, I mean, it didn't like, happen in they, real life, but I'll say like they could have gotten like weeks off of school for that too. Like if they went to the cops and they were like, look, like this 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 rapist was stalking her and we tried to fend him off and we hit him with a pipe and he fucking died. That's the like, that's I don't a, think people would be like Monsters. You asshole! They'd be like, "Oh <laughs> my god, really that is like a fortunate thing." They would like. I would think. Hopefully, they'd be like, "Yo, like Are Tyra, okay? like, <laughs> what do you need?" That is like, that's a that that is a, a horrible experience that hopefully no, nobody should ever have to go through. And then his dad, the cop, is like, "Yeah, He's let's, like, let's, let's burn, burn the car. car." Oh man, that is like a a very heavy thing that was handled. Extremely horribly, which brings me back to El Camino. Jesse had a moment where he could have gone to the cops, where he has Todd when they're burying the cleaning lady. Todd, you sociopath. But I thought that was so good that yeah. like that they gave some like insight into who Todd is. Right. And he's just like a fucking... I know that we got some of it in Breaking oh, Bad. Oh, you know he's a sociopath, but, but, like, man, it extends beyond what we saw. And in there's a Bad. lot. And, like, Jesse almost needed it because Todd is, like, his caregiver with them. And he's, like, the good cop to Uncle Jack and his boy's bad cop. Yeah. Where, you know, he's giving him ice cream. He's, like, he's trying to be nice to him because Todd, I'm going to go out on a limb and say he doesn't have any friends. So, like, he's got this... Uh, He's got this this weird relationship with the person he's holding captive, mm-hmm. and in his mind, he thinks he's being nice to. So who knows 
if Jesse gets is getting any sort of Stockholm syndrome or whatever. But there's this scene where they're after Todd's being nice to him and saying like, "Hey, I need your help with this." Blah blah blah, and uh, then they show that it's they needed him to clean up that he just randomly killed his housekeeper because he's an absolute sociopath. They take they go to bury the 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 woman in the desert, and Jesse has a moment where he gets Todd's gun and he can shoot him, kill him, do whatever he wants. There. He gives him the gun back, and they move on because he want doesn't he wants to make sure nothing bad happens to Brock. But here's what I was thinking: you hold, you point the gun at him, say, "Todd, give me your phone." Gives him the phone, give me the keys, strand Todd, go to the cops, make sure they they protect Brock, and say, "I'm turning myself in." That way, you got nobody left to protect other than that. Really. Right, like Walt's alive at the time. Oh shit, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So would that fuck with it at all? Why? Why would it? I don't know. I guess that if he if he didn't want to like bring the entire thing down, if he had any hope that Walt was gonna get him out of it or whatever. Yeah, but like that would be that would be one move where he could have gone to the cops and turned himself in. And I was wondering if it's a lot was, to think about. In, exactly. Like, the that, that that's where like I just give him a pass on. That's tough to do in real time. Yeah. Because who knows? I mean, maybe there, maybe there's like a thing with Jack and the boys where like if they don't hear from Jesse or if they don't hear from uh, Todd, whenever, then. So I thought, I thought that like there was very little that added back to Breaking Bad. Because like, like I said, it's just an extension and it moves the, the, his story forward a little bit. But if there's anything that adds to Breaking Bad, it's the sort of a deeper look into the relationship between Jesse and Todd. Yeah. And I, so I think that, that knowing that that happened before the final scene of Breaking Bad is kind of cool. Yeah. Having that, like, that extra knowledge. Yeah. That, it's still make, I mean, the Todd's last scene in Breaking Bad. Is, pretty brutal yeah <laughs> I, let's, let's say it was it was satisfying for uh s- satisfying um what else do you, what else do i have on uh, uh for el camino, camino i had uh it's a it's a strange name for a movie for uh, the car that's in the movie for five minutes yeah oh uh shouts out uh skinny pete hell yeah what a good friend hell yeah shouts and out. like not i mean i know that he's he's basically like a, a full-bred criminal yeah but like man Smart guy. Good thinking. Who? Skinny oh, Pete. Oh, right, his, right. His, like, final plan to get Jesse out of there. Yeah. Worked out very well. Loved the, uh, what'd you think of the duel? Um, not great shooting. Just some real terrible shooting on the, uh, on the second, <laughs> the second guy. The second oh, the, guy in. the idiot? Yeah. The, the guy with the mustache? Yes, he was like a South Park character. He was, uh, he was he was such an he idiot. was a stormtrooper in a past life. That's a Star Wars joke. I know you, you right over your head, what? but not a good shooter. Those Just words. A, a lot of uh, a lot of misses. Well, they they're all coked up, which was which That's made true it too, which made it funnier. Uh, Jesse just shooting through his jacket <laughs> yeah. lighting it on fire. It's so funny. It's just like the casual like, "Hey, your your jacket's on fire." I did uh, Don't answer this question cuz I don't care gun people but i find it funny people always dog the fuck out of certain guns they're like oh, a 22 what Could are you never do that. that oh what are you trying to shoot with the 22 we want to want to go play with barbies well like 
It's a gun. <laughs> it, will, it can kill you. What is it, like, not kill you enough? <laughs> I've never understood that. Uh, there is, I think there are some guns, though, that, like, you're going to need a couple shots. Well, he Unless, shot him a couple times that's and true. killed him. Right, yeah. But I think his... Uh, the guy, the other guy's thinking was like, I've got a good gun. Like if I get one shot in you, you're not going to kill me. You might put one in me, but like, right. I'm, I'm going to need one shot and kill you. Okay. Well then I guess that answers that question. Yeah. But Jesse got a, was uh did Jesse cheat? Jesse cheated for sure. Right. That's, yeah. that's what I thought. But I'm like, I feel like that's a game where you're allowed to cheat. Well, yeah, because you the alternative like the is pretty bad. High. Yeah. <laughs> the stakes are high. Like, what is he going to do? Get you back for cheating? Right. That was I, I like that scene. I did hear peop, some people say that like that was the height of it, and uh, but the, but it was such a short scene. And I'm like, well, the entire movie can't be duels. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be simply ridiculous. Yeah. And I I heard a complaint that like um, that like those people don't really mean anything to us. It's like, well, it's very very fucking hard to establish new villains oh, in no, the course of a two-hour movie. <laughs> no, I, I think that all the stuff with those characters was good. No, I thought it was all good, but I think that, that I saw the complaint that, like, those those people don't mean anything to us. Like, we don't we don't really know them. Yeah, but, like, how much did the, the guys who killed... Uh, who killed... Uh, Andrea's little brother mean to us? And those guys were in a bunch of scenes... You know yeah, those two dudes? Yeah. The hamburgers. They're always <laughs> eating hamburgers. Just crushing those hamburgers from Wendy. Yeah. I liked it, though. I, I really liked it. I thought it was uh, very, very enjoyable. Like, not knock your socks off, like, overwhelming kind of stuff, but a very uh, enjoyable movie that, like, lives up to the hype that Breaking Bad establishes. If Vince Gilligan is going to give me more Breaking Bad content, I am going to take Do it. Do you need anything after this, though? Every time. I, w- I will take more. Okay. That I, I will take more. I don't know. I don't care what it is or what's... I don't know what it even could be. So that's the thing. <laughs> what could... It, they'd have to get pretty creative. You could do like a, a, a Badger and Skinny Pete spinoff. See, that's where it would be tough. It would be that too was, silly. Right. Maybe maybe Mr. Heckles. <laughs> Hell Yes. Like the uh, shop with Mr. Heckles. All right, let's do. Uh, let's 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 uh, bring back the playlist. Yeah, the playlist is back. We've always wanted to have the playlist around, and uh, just sometimes it goes away. I've on Spotify. I've combined the two playlists we've made into one, and we're just gonna have one huge playlist. So songs that we reference on here and songs that we add will be put on there. And you know what? Just even going through the old playlist was a fun time reminiscing. I forgot the playlist has a lot of followers on Spotify, so uh, shouts out the the people who are checking it out. I don't think that we can see those numbers on Apple Music, but I'm assuming they're the same because I when think When do we get on Spotify? Like 700? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't even know where to start here because it's been so long that we've added anything. Right. That, like, obviously there's a ton of ton of stuff that's come out in the time since. But uh, just like right now, one of the songs that I'm listening to, just like a very, very pleasant song. I don't even know if it's new. Uh, it might be. But Black RMs by Alex Leahy. I don't know what that is. I think it's, I've heard of Alex Leahy. But it's just like a very pleasant song. Nice. So I'm going to add that. Uh, what do you got? I got a, I got some more, too. Yeah, go for it. Right, you I'm, go, I'm uh, trying to learn what Alex Leahy is. All right. 
Uh, I'm going to add, and I didn't think that I would ever get to this point, but I'm going to add the uh, the John Mayer song, Carry Me Away. It's not fantastic, but it's grown it's on me. Correct. It's it's Yeah, it's... Good uh, take. It's not fantastic. It's, it's no, not, no, I was just agreeing with it's not fantastic. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's... it's uh, it didn't blow me away upon first listen. I thought it was like I was like kind of bored, kind of a basic song. But you know what? It's it's a little bit of earworm, and okay. it grows on you. So I'm gonna add "Carry Me Away." Uh, and the third one is this song called "Where the Shadow Ends" by a group called Banners. I don't know anything about them. Uh, I was shown that song this week. It's a uh, it's a uh, it's a nice little like sort of electronic like churchesy vibe. Um, and it's just, it's enjoyable. It's, I enjoy the, the listen. Interesting. Where was I? I was somewhere recently where they were playing band. Oh, I was, uh, was getting some, some drinks with some friends and, uh, they were playing churches and I was like, man, what's, I was, uh, it was one of my favorite church songs off the first album. Um, with the mother we share? No. Gun? Uh, tether? Why? No. Uh, like recover yes okay <laughs> recover I, I love that song and i was like man churches used to be so good and then they kind of got they didn't do so great with their last album and i was like i don't know maybe maybe i just had too high of hopes for them and they weren't and uh it, and it was good stuff they're putting out and the next song they played was uh get out and i was like no this sucks this is a bad <laughs> song churches ha- has gotten worse i still hold out hope for them to to keep churning out uh good stuff in the future okay uh for mine i agree that there's like a lot that that we can add and maybe maybe we'll do like a end of year music episode where we like put on our favorite stuff from the year because there have been a lot of great songs and albums that have uh come out in 2019 it's been a very good year for music but i'm just gonna randomly put out stuff that uh i've been jamming on of late uh dark red by Steve Lacey. He's the uh, the guitarist from the internet, and he rules. And I listen. I just finally started listening to some of his solo songs the other day, and he has a song from 2017 called "Dark Red" that was quite popular. It seems it has like 40 million streams on Spotify, and it's a great song because it's it's very simple, but it's got like a chord progression that I legitimately don't think I'd ever heard before. So. That's always cool when people find new ways to, to reinvent the wheel. Shouts out Steve Lacey. Uh, one great song from 2019, Flowers by Ra Ra Riot. Oh, yeah. They're uh, about to head out on tour. So if they're hitting your city, make sure you go see those folks because they're the coolest. And the last one I'll add is Running Out of Luck by Alex Cameron. That was the first Alex Cameron song that was sent to me. And I'm crazy about it. It is. It was written with a guy named Brandon Flowers. Took a break from slobbing down below on himself to <laughs> to lend a hand in writing the song. He sings some backup vocals on it, and it is, like, I don't know if there's, like, a more up-my-alley song that I've heard in the last year than, than Running Out of Luck. It's not from his new album. His new album is unbelievable, though, so check out Miami Memory. And uh, I guess we can end with how... I was on on music. What? Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Father John Misty. Trouble, trouble set me free. 
I have seen your face and it's too much, too much for me. Trouble, oh trouble, can't you see? Eating my heart away and there's nothing much left of me. I don't want no fight and I haven't got a lot of time 